and we got ducks all around us now. <laughs> they must love the podcast. These ducks are quacking me up. <laughs> anyway, as I said that, they're quacking even louder. Start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I hate being around ducks, but I do like eating them. I'm Jason, looking at these mating geese over here in the park in Denver. We're the founders of Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. All about the freedom to travel, the lifestyle, community of location-dependent entrepreneurs, travelers, and others looking to support and help each other out. And we are live in Denver for our Denver experience with our community gathering that happens once a year. So we got a bunch of location members out here. We were at breweries last night. It was awesome seeing everybody just meeting for the first time. And so cool when you uh, get to know somebody online, whatever it is, even if you just have a Skype call and you feel like you know them, but then when you see them in person, you get to have their energy and you get to like, you know, hug and hang out. And it's just, um, I mean, we've done all the episodes on IRL, but it is the best. And Mitko's, Mitko's arm muscles were bigger than I thought. Oh yeah. (laughs) I think it's a little more jacked than I thought. It's so funny. I think that the number one thing people comment on when they meet in person after knowing each other online is how tall you are. That was the first thing, like, our friend Joanna that, that has been working with us for a while, she said, oh, I don't know, she thought, I remember she thought I was, she thought I was shorter, I right. think. And it I was, thought, like, the first thing she said. And I, I thought she was taller. And I thought she was about what she was, so okay. we all kind of evened out, I guess. What are we talking about today? Speaking of zones and different heights, and, right. I mean, we're, we're going into some zones here. So we're in, the, we're in the City Park sessions here, all recorded, live, in City Park, in Denver, that's why you hear the geese in the background. I want to give you a little bit of the vibe of here we are, bright, sunny, great Colorado September day. Oh. It's beautiful. We're here in City Park Sessions. We're keeping them four episodes, 20 minutes each. Shout out to our Colorado brethren and <laughs> folks of that ilk. But today what we're going to talk about is the zone of genius. And so if you guys listen to all our podcasts, thank you very much. A few podcasts ago, we did something called I Tackled the Buffalo. It got enough kind of traction that people actually said to us, oh, I want an I Tackled the Buffalo shirt. So uh, not to kind of, you know, spill the beans here because this will come out after we actually meet with everyone here in Denver, but we actually made I Tackled the Buffalo shirts. So Location Indie branded I Tackled the Buffalo shirts. That whole episode, Jay, was about the fact that sometimes – you just have to get in it. Like there's stuff that has to happen for a business or, or to get a dream happening or to get a lifestyle happening that isn't sexy, isn't glamorous, isn't fun, but it just has to get done. Like sitting in geese poop here at City Park, right? We're, we're really in it. We're right in now. it. We are tackling the <laughs> buffalo here because we're in it. So it's this idea that you have to you have to kind of be in the crap and you have to get through it on the other side. And sometimes stuff just has to get done. You can't always be perfect at outsourcing and we even use the word zone of genius in that in that I tackled the Buffalo podcast saying you know you can't always live in your zone of genius you can't always be doing something you love all the time sometimes you have to buckle down get stuff done and come out on the other side 
you have to tackle the buffalo. So that's important. But you don't want to be constantly tackling the buffalo because that buffalo is going to run you over at times, right? Like it's if you think of that metaphor, tackling a buffalo is really tough. Yeah. You could probably only do it once or twice every so often. <laughs> you got to get your strength back. So a lot of times what you want to be shooting for is living in your zone of genius. And when we say zone of genius, it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's the things that you really excel at, that you're much better at than other things, that people come to you for that is just your gift. And it's kind of where you want to live because you're when you're doing that, you're also usually operating at your highest level and you're inspired more. And it's when, you know, that whole adage of, I've never worked a day in my life. Well, I think that's BS. But when you're in your zone of genius, it doesn't always feel like work because you're doing the thing that you're awesome at, that you're passionate about, that you're inspired by. Well, I think there's two things we should talk about when it comes to your zone of genius and your location-independent business and lifestyle for that matter is, well, I guess up more on the business side, yes, getting yourself in your own zone of genius is important for your daily life satisfaction in terms of like how you feel about working on your business when you're doing the things you love the most, the things that you excel at, like you said, then you're probably going to grow your business more quickly because you're focusing on the things that are within your zone of genius and you're, hap- you're doing it uh, more happily because you're doing the things you love to do. But also as a business owner and looking about looking at the people you're bringing on that you're hiring that are on your team even if they're just freelancing or they're not full-time employees or whatever making sure that they are in their zones of genius and this happened to us uh, in location indie when we were working with our team we we're growing the community and we were all tackling the buffalo I think a little too much everyone was doing small minutious stuff that maybe didn't it, it, resonate it just, with what they wanted to do. We were growing and things needed to get done. And all of a sudden, our team was maybe too small at the time. And we kept adding some more responsibilities to different people on our team just to get certain things done that we couldn't do. And then we were doing certain things. And we still hadn't grown our team to the point that it is now. And what happened is, if you imagine the zone of genius being the bullseye of a target or whatever. Bull. And whatever, whatever, Buffalo eye. I don't, rem- I don't remember what that outside stripe color is. Anyway, they were outside of the bullseye. They were missing the entire hay bale because it, the responsibilities just spilled way outside of their zone of genius, which was fine because we did what we had to do. But then we had to do a reassessment and realize, okay, in order to utilize our resources properly and also to make everybody happier in their roles – we need to reassess what everybody's doing and have these conversations and talk to them and say, okay, because your interests are always changing too. If you start working on something, maybe you find, oh, I've never created graphics in Canva before, but oh, this is really fun for me. Maybe that's a new thing you can add into your zone of genius or whatever if you can do it well. So we had these con- these individual conversations with each of our team members and said, hey, we want to best utilize you. How can we, what are the things you like to do and what are the things you think you excel at and coming out of those conversations we then had to essentially restructure our entire company and take those tasks that went too far out of the the zone and get a virtual assistant, we brought in Casey so she started taking on some of those things and we got everybody recalibrated back into their zone of genius and everybody's happier and more is getting done than ever. One of the cool things that happened, and about a, about three weeks ago, we got on a call with each member who works for us individually to ask them how they felt, you know, kind of a check-in here. 
And what was really neat for us to see was that after bringing on Casey, Casey uh, serves as our community manager, and she also plans all the events, and she essentially organizes the whole location indie calendar. So she will reach out to experts, you know, six, seven, eight months ahead of time, figure out when they're going to come on and do an expert Q&A. She'll make sure that all our events are scheduled up on the calendar so all the members can see it. She'll make sure the accountabilities are scheduled. So she is in charge of organization and events, amongst other things. And what we found was, A, she loves doing that because she's a highly organized person. And the other people we had have we have had, had had doing it were Lily and Tiffany. And they're both organized in their own manner, but not they didn't like planning the events and scheduling the events. So as soon as Casey took that over, both of them came to us when we had this meeting and said, that was the one thing that I really didn't like doing, and now I don't have to do it, and Casey's much better at it. So what you'll see is people are more happy because they're living in their zone of genius, they're getting something taken off their plate that they don't enjoy, and it's usually getting done better because it's working with someone who really enjoys that, and that is their zone of genius. So perfect example is, is what we just mentioned, Jay, and, and I kind of have to take that to heart too because organization for me, very big struggle. I don't like to plan things. That's fine. Like in travel, you know, we do stuff last minute. You listen right. to our podcast. Okay. It usually works out. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't it always lead to a good story, but we're trying to run a business yeah. and you have other people depending on you and waiting on you to do stuff. And you want to do big picture goals. We talked about BHAGs, right? In the, in the other, um, podcast. Yeah. If you want to run a conference of 600 people and we got ducks all around us now, <laughs> they must love the podcast. But if you want to run a conference of 600 people, that can't be last minute. Like, there's just no way that's right. going to work. So all of a sudden, I have to say, my zone of genius is not planning far ahead. Let's bring in someone who can help us with this. Because my zone of genius will be at the conference, interacting, being on stage, getting my energy from other people, but certainly not the planning part of it. These ducks are quacking me up. <laughs> anyway, uh, one other thing I want to talk about with the... As I said that, they're quacking even louder. One other thing I wanted to talk about uh, in regards to the zone of genius is it's not just setting yourself up for personal happiness and setting your business up for better success because you're you're working with the things that you're best at. And long-term success. Yeah, but I think for me, at least, what it kind of did was once I accepted... All right, so I'll give you a real-world example so this makes more sense podcasting is my zone of genius is, is one of the things within my zone of genius writing not within my zone of genius not because I don't like to do it not because I can't do it but because it's it's not the thing that comes as naturally to me it's not it's not the thing that I'm as good at in, in my opinion and maybe not, maybe and, you guys listening can beg to differ and but. you're not as passionate about it and I'm not as excited about it I love having conversations with people I love talking things out I love learning from other people and getting perspectives and I love that engagement and writing's a more of a solitary thing which I can love too and I want to get more into but I wanted to stay within my zone of genius and in the beginning this is a, a trap a lot of solopreneurs and, and any business owner falls into is you you feel like you have to do it all, right? We've talked about this before on the podcast. You got to have the YouTube channel. You got to have the social media going. You got like all these things that you're supposed to have. You can't be in your zone of genius across all of those platforms. It's no. just not possible. So with that feeling, at least for me, came a heavy sense of guilt. I'm only podcasting. I'm not getting articles published. 
on my on zero to travel or whatever. I'm not getting this done. I'm not doing YouTube things. I suck. I suck. I'm only doing this one thing. When in actuality, I was happier just doing that one thing. And because I was focusing on that one thing and treating it as a craft and trying to get better at it continually, it was keeping me in my zone of genius and helping me even more than if I spread myself too thin. And once I kind of realized that and accepted that, I need to be in my zone of genius and I know where that is and recognizing where that is, I think everything that I've done has been better off in the long run and has alleviated the guilt, the yeah. guilty feelings. That's a, that's a fantastic point because I felt the same way. It, it was. It was a sense of guilt or the sense of... You not know, getting enough done. And, and you had to humble yourself because you have to say, hey, I'm not good at some things. Yeah. Like for a while, I, I was like, no, 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 I am organized just in my own way. Well, okay, even if that's true, which it's not. <laughs> I am phone the blank right. just in my own way. Right. It's like, okay, well, if other people are, are part of that and you're saying I can do it in my own way, but they can't, they can't, like that's not helping them. Well, then you're going to have to give certain things up. So it is, you have to humble yourself a bit. You have to get past that guilt because you're right. You, you feel like you should be doing everything. Case in point, real life example. I'm awful at social media. So you know what I've given up on? I've given up on the idea that I'm going to be like get a ton of social media followers. But that's hard. You know, you want, you know, you're like, oh no, I have to put a building my brand. brand. Well, guess what? I'm not saying I'm not ever gonna do social media. I'm just saying that's not I'm obviously not good at it because I don't I don't think that first. I don't go out and be like, oh man, I gotta take a picture of this and put it up. I forget to do it. So you can still do it. It's not saying you can't do it at all. It's just saying let it go as the main part of what you're doing and see it as a hobby, right? Like, okay, now when I put social media up, it's because I want to put it up, right. not because I feel like I have to. Right. I'm just not good at it. Maybe you hire that out or, as you said, maybe you just stop doing it. Maybe you hire out writing and, and, and you have writers or maybe you're like, you know what? I'm only doing a podcast. That's it. Social you know? media is a great example of something that I think a lot of people believe is so essential to business success. And that's a total, that's total BS. It depends, of course, on how your business is structured. If you want to be an Instagram influencer, then obviously it's critical to your success. But just wanting to be one doesn't mean that's where your zone of genius is either, right? Like, I want to be one. I'm not that person. There are people that have great success without having big social media follows or anything like that. So that's a really good example of if you think you need to have that and you're putting all this effort into it, and you don't enjoy it, and you don't feel like it's something that's come naturally to you, then maybe it's time to start like we did with our our team, and it's a great thing to do with yourself too. And I think even if it's biannually, if it's a schedule thing, or if it's just sort of a natural organic thing where you check in with yourself and you're you're thinking, like right now, Trav, I used the writing podcasting example, but I'm starting to think, I've been podcasting for five years. I kind of want to do some writing. I'm I'm interested in doing it, I'm interested in improving on it and tackling that challenge. I love to read books, so I see the value in in having something physical that's that can change somebody's life, that they can take with them, that has real pages that you can turn. And I, I might not love the entire process of it, but I'm starting to think, hey, maybe this is something that might not be in my zone of genius, but I enjoy it enough where it's a little bit outside and maybe it'll get me into that zone. Maybe, you know, I'll, I'll work on the craft. I'll, I'll improve and I'll get better and I'll, it'll be something that I... I enjoy doing or not. And if I don't, then I just do another reassessment. And I think the big point with a zone of genius idea is to get in that zone of genius 
as much as possible. There's no one who lives in a zone of genius 100% of the time because, A, they're always at some point, like we mentioned in the other podcast, they're going to have to tackle the buffalo. You could be the, like, think of the, pre- well, I mean this president. Think of the head of a country. All right, like, they obviously have certain zones of genius. They're, they're, they're like, they like being in charge. They're a good leader uh, a lot of times, things like that. But that doesn't mean that they don't have to do a lot of times, some of the time, but that, that doesn't mean that they never do the nitty gritty minutia that needs to get them through. They don't, they have aides doing all types of stuff. That doesn't mean there isn't certain times where they just have to get something done. And so they do it. So I think the, the point of zone of genius is you want to figure out uh, the first thing is you want to try to figure out what it is. And some of that. Again, it's not just usually one thing. Some of that might be obvious. Maybe it's a thing you know you love doing. And, and to give you some actionable advice here, figuring out your zone of genius, one of the things that I've been able to do and, and kind of helps, and I think helps a lot of people, is start write down, is writing down every single thing that you have to do. Let's even say for your business first, but also in life, right? Because zone of genius can be something that's not related to business. Maybe you're an awesome skateboarder. It might not be your business, but you love doing it, right? So write down all the things, especially in a business, that you have to do. Like Travis isn't going to be decorating his house, doing right. the interior decorating. No. That's going to be all Heather. But one of my it. zones of genius is, is like research and finding good real estate deals. Yeah. So for us, we know, all right, if this is what it takes to go from having no Airbnb house to then having it up and ready and furnished, all right, what are the roles? And and so this is what you should do with your business. You write out like, all right, finding the property, um, setting up the financing, obviously then you know, decorating the property, then hanging like the curtains, then taking the pictures, then writing up the Airbnb thing, then you know, managing the Airbnb. So you have all these processes. So for your business, think of what are all the things that have to happen and start picking out the ones that you really love doing and that you think you're good at. And that'll start to show you your zone of genius. Yeah. And this isn't always super clear cut. I'm going to bring in a caveat here because with any of these things we talk about on the podcast, there are, there are things that you have to look at as warning signs or maybe red flags when you're going through this process yourself. And for this, I think the idea of wanting to stay within your comfort zone can be dangerous. If your genius zone becomes your comfort zone and you're not pushing yourself out of it because you just tell yourself, oh, well, this is my zone of genius. I shouldn't do that. And that's fine if you're recognizing that honestly. But if you're telling yourself that because you're scared to try it or you just you like it, but you don't think you're that good at it and you know it's going to take work to get better – It's just something I think to be aware of and to be careful of. And also the process of that you just described, you guys have five Airbnbs now. You guys know what each other, I'm talking about you and your wife, you know what each other does well and what keeps you in your zone. But you still had, those roles had to shake out kind of. There was probably some crossover. There's, there's a a little bit of a messy process. Oh, it was messy. Yeah. Still is. Right. So, I mean, but you've, you've probably shaken like the 80% out that needs to be the 80, 20 rule, right? So you got 80% of it figured out. There's probably still some disagreements and things and crossovers and you want to get involved in things that she does better and vice versa. But the point is none of this is clear cut, so it can be messy like anything else, something to be aware of, but you're looking for that 80% of you know, all right, this, this feels right. And I think this is where things like, you know, just checking in, we, we talked about it earlier. We're talking about maybe buying this other house and these things. And you're like, you said something like, Oh, well, my soul isn't sure about this particular thing when it comes to this and checking in on your soul and your intuition and what's inside of you. And if all of that feels right and where it should take you. So, um, 
and that that might sound vague, but I think when you're going through the process, you you kind of naturally, organically figure out where those zones need to be, and also just being aware of, hey, am I doing this because it's out of it, or am I just scared to push my comfort zone? Yeah, and just being aware that there is a such thing as a zone of genius. Like, I, I know it sounds so basic and right. common sense that you're good at some things and not at others. But when you're in it and you're and you're an entrepreneur and you feel like you have to do all this stuff, it's sometimes hard to to realize, oh wait a second, a no, I don't have to do everything, and b, I am really good at some things and really bad at others. It it, it takes a while for that to shake out. And again, it's common sense. It's Chris is buzzing, and us Chris out. is buzzing us. The the last point I wanted to make, on top of everything you just said, and and trying to find your zone of genius, and make sure you're listing everything out because that's an actionable step. The second thing was that. As we said, no one's going to be in their zone of genius 100% of the time, and that's good because sometimes you're pushing yourself, like you mentioned, into a new zone that you might not be adept at yet, but you're getting there, and sometimes you're just tackling the buffalo because you have to get it done. So if you look at it as almost there's three zones, tackling the buffalo and doing the crap that has to get done, being in your zone of genius, and then kind of pushing to something new that's fun, that you're trying to get better at, I, you know, kind of a good little piece of information I could give you or, or a good baseline would be try to live in your zone of genius 60% of the time. You know, then push your comfort zone somewhat, try something new, see if you like it, maybe just give it a try. And then, you know, maybe 20, 25% of the time and try to spend about five to 10% of the time doing mundane stuff that you could get someone else to do or that you're just not good at. And the other 10% just watch Netflix. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea if those percentages. I'm not not quite sure. But anyway. Uh, Math, not my zone of genius. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us here in this beautiful park. And if you haven't signed up for the Location Indie, at least the newsletter. Yeah. Because we only open the community up every so often. It's just an incredible group of supportive people that are on this path towards location independence or are location independent and just trying to grow and scale their business. We're all helping each other out. That's what this is all about. You can't do anything alone. This is about community and that's really the best part of life when it comes to anything. You know, if you like to if you like to kayaking, you love going out kayaking with other people because you get to share those things together and you learn from each other. And it's like that with anything and especially when it comes to trying to be location independent or travel around or you know, run businesses from around the world to have a built-in network. Trying is to do so something key. that's that's different. That's yeah. drastically different from what most people in the world are trying to do. You know, which for them is have a stable job. For you listening is to try to build something that relies on yourself and gives you the freedom to travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. And that's what we're doing inside Location Indie with our members, whether that means making your first dollar online, your first location independent dollar. Honestly, maybe whether that means from going from a hundred thousand a year to two hundred or 200 to a million you know there's people on all levels but that's what ties us all together is the fact that everyone's looking to grow and love from where they are of course of course <laughs> check that out locationindie.com i-n-d-i-e.com hop on the newsletter and you'll be the first to know when we open the community again because it only happens a few times a year sign up if you haven't done so yet thanks for joining us here in one of the last city park sessions we got one more coming at you and we'll see you next time 